Are you troubled by geeky thoughts in the middle of the night? Are you experiencing feelings of emptiness in your computer or cell phone? Have you or anyone in your family ever enjoyed the Ghostbusters, reviews of the Ghostbusters, or laughing? If the answer is yes, don't wait another minute. Get online and watch or listen to the professionals. Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. Our newest and efficient podcast is now active 24 hours to serve all your Ghostbusters informational needs. We're ready to be listened to. Loop and Larry. In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, metahuman destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Everyone loves a good explosion. Exactly. And you know, you know who loves explosions more than anybody? Who's that? The Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody, I am Loop. And I'm Larry. And this is Guardians of Geek. And this is like an old Ghostbusters episode. Yep. We can't get enough of the Ghostbusters. They, we are literally like Ghostbuster obsessed. <laughs> we are Ghostbusters yeah. obsessed. Sure. Like the new movie, it, we just came out this past weekend and yeah. we both have seen the movie. And I, I have to say it was pretty exciting. I did yeah. enjoy going, but we're going to get into that. In our pop capacitor today, we're going to look at the spawned off um, cartoons, the animated yes. versions that we would have watched in the 80s, around 86 yes. of, of the um, the movie. So um, let's get into the actual afterlife. We're not going to do anything else today because no. this will be enough. We, we yes. that, That's all we can handle in one episode. <laughs> it's just the Ghostbusters. We yeah, we can't. Once we once we do all the Ghostbusters stuff, we just get exhausted. Yeah, we're, we're done. We're ready for we bed. Yeah, we point. can't function anymore. So it's <laughs> Ghostbusters and, and that's it. So that's all you get today. That's all you're getting. So the movie came out. It was the uh, Afterlife. It was the number one movie over the weekend. It made $44 million on the weekend, which apparently they thought it was only going to make like $29 million. I don't know how they didn't anticipate this thing being so big. I like, think they just thought because it, it almost came out last year and it didn't. And I don't yeah. know, you know, sometimes they just bury movies sometimes. Yeah. Like they're not really sure where to put them. If it's on the pace, they say it'll make over a hundred million for sure. If it stays the, the same pace. It deserves it. I got to tell you, yeah. I've been so excited about, because this is one of those movies that was delayed because of COVID. So it was coming out, then it wasn't coming out and it was, and it wasn't. And like, it was one of the movies that was on the top of my list. Like I've been anticipating this movie for a long time <laughs> and I've been just so, I've been so excited. So when it finally was happening, all I kept thinking to myself is please don't let the COVID numbers go up and theaters shut down again. Cause we're really close. I really want to see this thing. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty yeah. pumped for it. Like I just, the thing I liked about this one right off the top is that it's an actual like sequel yes. to the originals. And I think, and, I know everyone blasts the the all female version of the Ghostbusters. I wanted that one to succeed. I liked yeah. that cast as killer in yes. that movie. I thought the movie wasn't bad, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was like a reboot, and it was. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't make that uh, a sequel. I don't. Like, know if that either. had been a sequel, and the Ghostbusters would have been in it in some capacity, I yeah. think that could have made made other sequels. But they well, they dropped the ball on that movie for whatever reason. 
they did. And I actually, I actually like the movie. I've seen it a few times now. Yeah, so I, actually, I. I thought it was good. I, yeah, I actually, as a standalone movie, I thought it was, I thought it was good. The, the cast was really funny. Um, I thought it was good. The problem was that they, I mean, all of the surviving cast members were in it. Um, Bill Murray, uh, um, uh, now I can't remember any of the other, uh, Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd, they're, they were all in it. Um, but they didn't, they weren't, didn't play Ghostbusters. They played different characters. And I thought, why would they, like, if they're going to reboot it, just either, either make them Ghostbusters or don't put them in it. (laughs) Yeah. Why put them in it as somebody else? Like, it just seemed very odd to me. I'm wondering if when they were making it, they couldn't get any of them to like, um to say that they're good like either to what do you call it commit to it yeah Yeah, like if they couldn't commit to it then maybe they were that they wrote it in that way because they're like well if we can't get these guys to commit there's no point in writing it as a sequel it's better to write it as just a standalone kind of thing but maybe i don't don't know know. i don't know what it was but i mean it it was a shame because i think i think that cast could have done funny things like if they had made it if if it had been popular and if it it had succeeded it would have been a great franchise but yeah. they just they just didn't they just weren't really thinking <laughs> yeah i don't know what again, that just it was just another like it was a strike against it but i thought that cast was killer so i don't know why yeah. like i don't know how how it didn't succeed but i, but I think that's part of the reason why because it wasn't direct sequel but we're and not that, talking about that we're talking about afterlife that's right <laughs> which which by the way completely ignores that movie like there's no oh, yeah. reference at all to to the the female-led ghostbusters so if you didn't like that movie if you didn't whatever it's they've totally retconned that whole thing yeah it's it's out (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that's nice so this is a direct sequel to uh ghostbusters one and two you can we can call it ghostbusters three how about that yeah it is pretty much a ghost it is a ghostbusters three really so this is where it gets weird because i've seen a fair amount of good reviews on it and i've seen some not so good reviews and uh it got 62 percent on rotten tomatoes that's crazy but it got a 96% audience score. Yeah, and that's, so, that's over 2,500 like reviews. So, I, I mean, I, like, obviously people are going to see it and if they, and they like it. Like yeah. 96% of like 2,500 is, that's a good amount of like, of, of scores to, to go yeah. by. I, I, I feel like critics lately, well, in the last few years are criticizing movies based on maybe technical aspects of it or, or I, I mean, they're not, I don't think critics are looking at movies the way they're, the way their directors are intending them to be. So like this director, this movie is a, like, is a full fan service movie. Like it's done. Yeah. And that was some fans. of the problems people had with it. Yeah. But for, for like diehard fans, I, I just found it um, like he, he nailed everything. I just thought it was so well done. And, you know, I mean, there was, there were some, you know, you know, quirky things in it, but, but overall, I think like, I don't, I think the critics are being too critical because it's not an Oscar worthy movie. So, you know, go, go into it knowing that it's, it's made for the fans, like, you you know, and, and recognize the, the good qualities that this thing has. Like, I just think, I just, I'm starting to really not listen to critic reviews anymore. I'm really paying more attention to uh, the audience reviews because Audi- the, the movies are made for the audiences they're not made for critics you know no. so yeah yeah i think point. i think part of it was too i just sometimes i feel the critics come into it not wanting to like it 
for whatever yeah. reason yeah. They've, they've they've already got a hate on for it before they even put like pen to paper right so yeah. and i think this movie you cannot do this movie especially with a new generation of people without giving it some fan service right like that's yeah. what's part of the draw is I, if i went in there and didn't see any of that i'd be like this is this is terrible so yeah. they did i think they did the, the right amount and i also think they had a really original story like yes. to, to bring it all together. And I, I really enjoyed that. Like, I thought it was like, okay, this is different. This is not the yeah. same thing as I've seen before. And um, it did it in just the right way and just the right amount of nostalgia that I thought it was a perfect blend. Yeah, it really did. I mean, they obviously introduced a new cast. Like, I, I don't know how spoilery we're going to get because it's- We, it we is... can get spoilery because no one's going to listen to it unless they've they've seen it. We'll so there's have like... to watch it. Okay. So, yeah, otherwise we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> well, that's right. Yes. Okay. So be prepared for some spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert in three, two, yeah. one, go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it is a brand new cast. Uh, and first of all, I think the cast is fantastic. Yeah. Like they're, they're really, they were really well chosen. Uh, the kids in here. The the main character uh, plays Phoebe Spangler, who's uh, Egon Spangler's granddaughter. Um, that's that's sort of how this is going. So it's not like you know, you know, teenagers who you know they're handing off the proton packs to the teenagers to become the new generation. This is all in the family. So, but it's it's all like most of the movie is Phoebe Spangler and her mother sort of discovering who Egon Spangler was. Yeah, um, and who the Ghostbusters were because they didn't even at, at the beginning of the movie they don't even realize that they're part of this whole legacy of Ghostbusters. So it's really finding out who he was and what he was about, and so there's this really nice family feel too uh, with it. You know that felt good, um, and I mean, and really it is the whole movie is about Egon. Like it's it's about yeah. um, Ivan Reitman. The, you know, it's a tribute. It literally is a tribute movie, movie to Ivan Reitman, uh, or not Ivan Reitman, um, uh, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, yeah. Harold, Harold Ramis, who played uh, Spangler. So it's really it's a tribute movie to him, and so they do they pay him tribute through the whole movie, and that's that was cool. Like, and I you know. and I enjoyed too, like how the family inherits his house. They yeah. they get there, and then they they gradually discover different aspects of his backstory that they didn't know. Like the, the kids didn't know he was a ghostbuster and the ghostbusters are sort of a thing almost of the past. Like they were, you know, hot in the eighties and now people have almost forgotten about him in a way. Like there's, you know, they know little bits and pieces and, and things like that. But I love how she just gradually discovers the equipment and then they discover the car and then, but they don't really know the, how it all connects. They don't know why, That's why right. until later. I love that. Yeah. I think that was, I think that was really cool, but it also, like it's it's modern like it's it's you know they it, it it takes place now so you when you do finally see the original ghostbusters uh, ernie hudson and and bill murray and, and all of those guys you see what's become of them like the yeah. ghostbusting ghostbusting is long gone for all of them um so it makes sense that the that the kids would have no idea really what ghostbusting was because it's done like it's been done for for years yeah. so it's not like they've been living under a rock and they just haven't seen what ghostbusters are like it everybody is is back in it's, like ray is is back at his ray's occult bookshop and he's just selling books and uh, it's just, uh, it's I, just I, I love too how you don't really see the other ghostbusters you you, you see ray at one point because she yep. she has a number and she calls it and it happens to be him but you don't see the others like at all oh. until the end and I, yeah. I love that like i just i just love in this how you discover as they discover everything you discover it and and you know where it's kind of going 
but yeah. you you're sort of like enjoying the their discovery of like that like the car had that like cool seat that kind of came out with yeah, the, the gun. Like, seat. Yeah, yeah like the gunner seat like that was cool like i love yes. that like, they, like they're like what is this and then they're yeah. discovering it so cool yeah i i totally think so so one of the one of the things i love so i, I love the movie but we saw it in the theater now the theaters are back to like full capacity and, and all of that so we were sitting in the theater and right behind us were two kids they must have been maybe 10 or 12 years old they were pretty young um but they were really enthusiastic about it and for a while i was a little annoyed because they kept sort of talking through it oh yeah <laughs> you know, as kids do but then there's a there's this whole sequence in the movie where the where act where they finally fix up ecto one and they take it for like a joy ride and it's like going through the fields and it, at one point it jumps over a ramp or kind of a mound and it lands and the two kids behind me went ballistic they were like oh that was so cool yeah that was so and i and it totally brought me back to like 1984 when we watched ghostbusters and we were like 13 years old and felt the same way and i was like that is that's what ghostbusters makes you makes you feel like yeah and it, it just it, made hey, so it, happy. it makes you feel good it busted makes you feel good. <laughs> it does make you feel good. <laughs> it does. So it just, I just, that, those kids behind me getting so excited at like a new generation, getting yep. so yep. into how cool this was. I just, I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many parts in it that I just like, like the, the first time they catch the first ghost, like, you know, all these yeah. things, I just thought it was like so cool in it. Um, yeah. I, I love, uh, Paul Rudd was great in it as well. Oh, yeah. The uh, he he was he was phenomenal in it, and uh, the 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 mini Stay Puft Marshmallow Men. Oh, oh my god, that awesome. made me laugh so hard. Yeah. <laughs> because though that could have been that was really iffy, because those could have been they could have been like gone off the rails with those and been too cute and been become yeah. annoying. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like that, that was like, I was like, how are they going to take this? Cause those could be really obnoxious little things, but they weren't, they were almost like, it was almost like watching gremlins. Remember the movie? Gremlins? Yeah. No, it totally had a gremlins feel for sure. Yeah. It, they felt like gremlins cause they were doing like really vicious things and smiling and being all happy about being destroyed and torn yeah. up and, <laughs> and melted and stuff. It was just so funny. <laughs> no, that was, that part was like, it was just, it, it was just enough of them. Yes. They kind of brought them back at the end, but it was it was just enough of those that it wasn't too much. Like that's right. Um, yeah. The uh, yeah, there's just so many like cool scenes in it, and they brought it back to the first movie. And then well, we got to talk about like the I, I was like in tears at the end. Uh, yeah, like I was my eye like I could not. I was like just like streaming with tears. Wow. <laughs> well, I wasn't like, quite that bad, but <laughs> I, no, I was bad. Uh, yeah. I, well, you had warned me because you saw it a day before me. Yeah. And he said, bring the hanky or whatever, yeah. <laughs> which no one has ever said since 1933. <laughs> bring the hanky. Funny. I want to use the word hanky. <laughs> I don't know why. But so I was prepared going in that I was going to cry. And I was like, yeah. just as soon as you saw um, uh, Spengler like in it as a ghost, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm out. And then when you saw that, when they first pan up and you see the three, the original Ghostbusters oh. all in their uniforms. And, and I'm yes. like, oh my God, this is so good. Yeah, and then, and then when they pan the three of them and Spangler's with them, yes. oh my god, that ghost that that ghost looked phenomenal. By the way, it was amazing. It it they it was like what they did with Carrie Fisher in um, Rogue One. Remember, right at the end of Rogue One, when you saw like the really young Carrie Fisher yeah. looking exactly like her. I figure I feel like this is what they've done. They've gotten old footage and they've digitized it because that was Harold. I mean, 
he wasn't credited i don't think in the sh in the thing but he that was harold like it was him like it the ghost was harold ramus and he and it, what i thought was really cool about it is that he doesn't speak um yes. like no lines because obviously he couldn't record anything and yeah. they you know and it would have maybe been awkward i guess they probably could have gone back and looked for lines from the past and just reused them but or it from makes sctv <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> they could have sctv lines of him playing yeah. mo, mo green <laughs> Yeah, on dialing for dollars and maybe that could have they could have done there. something with that <laughs> <laughs> but i just thought it was better that he didn't say anything like it was just he was a ghost it was way more powerful with him not yeah. saying anything and it's all yeah. in his actions rather yes. than him having a big speech or something i thought it was it was yeah. great just the the way he looked like his because he looked kind of a little bit sad but happy to see his granddaughter and happy to be back with the other three and just the way they the other three ghostbusters sort of looked over when he and then saw him standing there oh I was just god like, oh, don't even start on. it, it punch so me good. in the gut a little bit more would you <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. the um and and, and uh, i thought the other three were, were fine they were good um bill murray of course always brings the awkwardness whenever he does yeah. a role i always find bill murray incredibly awkward i don't know why like it's he's got a weird <laughs> delivery yeah. like when he says things and it's it comes across almost like he doesn't want to be in anything that he's in yeah. Like he's just kind of going for the ride. Like, I don't know what it is about Bill Murray, but I kind of uh, feel like, I kind of feel like that is the case. I kind of feel yeah. like he's like, like, no matter what movie he's in, I, find, I feel like he's always like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'm just here. I'm just doing my thing. Whatever. Yeah. You know. I know. It's just like, yeah, just, <laughs> just hanging out. But, uh, yeah. but you know, but, who was really good was, um, was Ray, like, uh, the, um, Dan Aykroyd. I thought yeah. he was really, really good. I mean, yeah. Ernie Hudson was awesome too. Ernie, you know, oh, so the other thing I wanted to mention before I forget it is that they are really playing up Ernie Hudson. Like he's finally getting his due because, yeah. you know, he was sort of like the the fourth Ghostbuster. Like he was a sort of an add-on in the original movies. He didn't really have a big role. He was there and whatever. But now it's going to be all Ernie Hudson, which is awesome because I think he, he's one of my favorite characters in all of the Ghostbusters movies. And, and finally, like he's he's gonna get his you know his yeah big moment in the spotlight which is awesome i thought that was really good yeah and ray, ray was great like he was he played at first i thought he's, he's kind of overacting a bit but then i realized when you look back at the old ones he's kind of goofy like because yep. i had watched the two prior going into this just so i i refreshed myself on on ghostbusters i i, yeah. I will put this ghostbusters above ghostbusters 2 oh yeah i think yeah. so I mean, I really like Ghostbusters too, just for the nostalgia. I mean, it's not the best movie. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, but this one, I think is, it's probably just a slightly, slight a bit above it. I was a little bit surprised though that they somehow didn't, and I don't know how they would have done this, but like virtually everybody who's been in the Ghostbusters movies was in this one. Um, even uh, Sigourney Weaver made it. A, a cameo in a post-credit scene yeah. uh, and so everybody's in here except for the little dude who <laughs> who oh rick moran sorry rick moranis was not in this yeah which uh, surprised me but i mean that, yeah. that's but then they can always bring him back for another one if they needed to yeah. like well and um, he's he is retired like he's actually said i'm retired from from this so he might not but i kind of thought that they might have brought in the guy from uh from ghostbusters 2 the little guy with the accent who you know what i mean who ran the music who was like the museum oh i'm like um yeah i know what you mean 
I can't remember his name, but I kind of thought Peter something. I feel like yes, but, yes, yeah. that's Peter. Yeah. However, I do remember reading that he was he does not like that role. Like he was very he was almost embarrassed by that role because oh, okay. he, was, he was a serious actor and he comes across as kind of a, a like a doofus. Yeah. In that movie. So I think he sort of disavowed that role. Yeah. So maybe that's why he's not back in it. But I was kind of hoping to see him again. I like I liked him in that. There's also <laughs> in this too. I liked. There was some good. Um, just like like the nostalgia portion, but the like little um callbacks to the other movies that yes. I know. It's like right away when they go in the house and the books are stacked, just yes. like they were in the library. I'm like, okay, wait, this is like there's a lot of little things here that to look out for in the backgrounds and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, did you the, notice too? The, the, twinkie the, in the glove compartment oh yeah the, yeah twinkie, yeah the twinkie was there and i also noticed that the uh, movie theater was playing cannibal girls oh no it, i didn't notice that which it was also playing in i think ghostbusters one or two i can't remember which one with ah. uh, harold ramus's sctv uh like uh eugene levy and um yeah uh, andrew martin and andrew they martin, were both yeah. in that movie because it's right. just like this low budget horror movie from canada and so yeah. but they that was up on the marquee when they were in town I was totally like, started laughing. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's so fun. I see. I feel like this is the other thing with this movie is that you can watch it a couple of times and pick up on things that you didn't see before. Cause I totally missed that. Yeah. So I'm sure yeah. that there are lots of other uh, like Easter eggs that are, that are in there. Oh, the one thing I did before I forget the one thing I noticed, and I, again, I have to watch it again, but right off the beginning, they, um, there was a, like they opened a, like the, one of the traps yeah. and I was listening to the sound effect and there i am sure that they put in the sound effect of uh of um star wars blasters like the the sound of the blaster oh, yeah? from star wars i am i like as soon as i heard it, i'm like oh my gosh it's a star wars blaster i feel like that so if you watch the movie again listen carefully to the sound effects because i okay. think that they did stuff like that i'm sure i heard the blaster sound when they opened that up <laughs> oh that's cool um yeah, cool. obviously obviously if you've been listening you obviously know that we love the movie um i thought it was fantastic i thought it was a great sequel was there anything yeah. uh larry that you thought was a miss in this movie I, i've got what? i've got one okay why don't you start because i really don't like i to me it was just such a good feel i don't really i didn't I didn't really pick anything apart, but but go ahead. Okay, so this is the only miss I thought in the movie. Okay. Um, people tend to disappear in it. Like, did you notice, okay. like, when he was in the Walmart, there was a ton of people, or there was yeah. people in it, when, as soon as things started happening, suddenly the Walmart was almost empty, <laughs> and the parking lot was, like, when Paul Rudd was in there, all of a sudden the parking lot has, like, two cars in it, when he comes yeah. running out, like, is he the only person in this Walmart all of a sudden? Like, everybody else well, disappeared. I guess I guess the only way to explain that is that they'd been through this whole like New York attack thing by that point. So maybe people were like the first sign of ghostly ghost? they're like, they're out. <laughs> but it happened again later. Well, first it happened kind of in the, in the chase scene with the ghost. There was, I mean, there was people in it, but um, later on, they went to the police station when they, when they got back their packs and stuff, Oh yeah, there was nobody in the police station. There was nobody on the streets. I'm like, where did all these people go? Like, they all <laughs> like are they in their homes or are they just like gone like i didn't understand why they were all missing like it was yeah. like, it was kind of weird like that was the only thing in it it was just a small thing but i just thought like where are all the people like where did the people just and why is a, a town that small have a walmart that was my well, other yeah. question. that was my only other question because that walmart parking lot was massive and i'm like it was this, looks, this looks like such a small little like 
<laughs> like a small town, like with nobody Literally, in it, but it has a full size Walmart for whatever yeah. reason. <laughs> maybe maybe the disappearance was a was a Easter egg to the like uh like to the next movie. Maybe the like the next movie is there's like Gozer comes and like is like vaporizing people and taking them away. And like and then you go back and watch this one and be like, oh, that's where all the people went to Gozer. Yeah, that was the only thing I was just like I noticed it. And then my brother-in-law brought it up as well, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like it was like there's just nobody there. Like it yeah. just suddenly everybody in the town was gone because the police cars <laughs> had their doors open and like it yeah. was just they were just gone. But yeah, that Walmart made me laugh because I was, I was like, this is a completely like small like puny town it's got its own walmart (laughs) (laughs) walmart's everywhere apparently they really are (laughs) and they also pay pay a lot of money to be in a movie i guess (laughs) yes that would be the other thing it's probably more the reason why they're in it but yeah but yeah anyways i thought this movie was phenomenal like i wouldn't say it's perfect but i'd say it's in the it's it's on the scale of perfection like as far as like a a sequel and and just a an enjoyable movie yeah exactly and the fact that it's been 30 plus years or almost 40 years kind of you know yeah that they still were able to get it right i mean we've seen other movies that haven't for example oh i don't know indiana jones and the uh crystal skull yeah i'm (laughs) a little i'm a little worried about the matrix i'm gonna i'm gonna put that out there right now but we'll see how it goes i like the trailer for that one i'm just you know i'm not 100 percent though two and three two and three weren't my favorite so we'll see how this is yeah (laughs) but so yeah it's hard to bring back a movie uh and give it fan service but this one totally did i i i am i'm in it 100 (laughs) percent Yeah. I don't know where they're going to go from here. Like, I, I, I don't know if the next one will have the magic of that. This one sort of had, like, it was kind of lightning in a bottle to me, like the way they did it. But I think it had that small town feel around it and everything. Like, I don't know what they do with the next one, but. Well, I mean, from the post credit scene, from the scene right at the end, it looks like uh, Ernie Hudson's um, uh, Winston is going to finance the, the ghostbusters again and they're gonna bring back the fire hall and the go the car like ecto one is back in new york so it looks like the yeah. next one's actually back in new york and and the fire hall might be back like i feel like they're bringing it back i don't know how they're gonna do that because you know the ghostbusters are getting older <laughs> i don't think unless, they unless they're gonna bring in that new cast but like that podcast was guy was just a kid I don't yeah, know where his parents young. were the whole movie when he was in jail, nope. by the way. And it's another thing I just want to mention. He's in yes. jail. They're like, there's not a sign of his parents anywhere. Nope. I don't know where he where he came from or who he lived with or whatever. That's but. true. Because <laughs> like, like her parents came to pick him up, but apparently he doesn't have yep. anybody to come get him. But it doesn't matter. But, <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter, um, you know. The, the only other one thing I want to mention is um, McKenna Grace, who plays Phoebe Spengler, who's the yeah. star of the She's 15. And if you stay right through the credits, uh, there's a song that plays through the credits called Haunted House. Yep. She sings it. Oh, um, wow. She's also a recording artist. Yeah. Um, so it's she's uh, she's got quite a future. <laughs> so I, I got to say her. She was a highlight for me in that movie. Like she yeah. was so like her character was so good that yeah. it just it, like it, she was like um, very endearing throughout the yes. movie. So. She was, and, she, and it could have gone the other way. So she was, yeah. she really pulled that up. She definitely was Spangler's granddaughter. Oh like yeah, she was, for sure. She was just like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, no, she was I, really I, uh, J- Jason Reitman learned a lot from his father, and I feel like his father was would have been very proud of of uh, what he did with this franchise. Yeah, no, it was it was phenomenal. So if you haven't seen it and you've watched this whole thing and know everything that's going to happen because we spoiled it, go yep. see it. <laughs> yep. <We'll> see <laughs> go it see anyway. it for reals. Yep. <laughs> 
Speaking of reels, yes. What about, what about those real Ghostbusters? <laughs> we go do, back? Do, do you want to do pop capacitor? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. From the hit movie, The Real Ghostbusters. Together, Saturday, this fall on ABC. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I think you better call. So that was the Ghostbusters promo for The Real Ghostbusters, a spinoff. Um, of or it's almost sequel of the Ghostbusters. It's an animated show that we would have watched in the 80s, Larry, on Pop yep. Capacitor here. So we're going to take a look at it, uh, talk about it and see if it still stands up yep. because there was a lot in this time period in the 80s of um, versions of popular things, whether it was a video game like Hubert or whatever it yeah. was, like Back or man. other shows. Like yeah. they did a lot of like kind of TV version spinoffs of a lot of popular movies and shows at that time. So real yes. Ghostbusters right in the pack of that. And I'd say 90% of the time it was to sell toys. I'd say at least. Yeah, at least generally. Yeah. So this was a, uh, I guess, like a, a loose spinoff or sequel of the, of the original Ghostbusters movie. It ran from September 13th, 86 to October 5th, 1991. Uh, there's 147 episodes. It's seven Ooh. seasons long. Um, it was uh, produced by Columbia Pictures Television and uh, Deke Enterprises. And um, the uh, and of course, uh, Deke, if it's like D-I-C, but it's pronounced Deke. Uh, okay. Not not what you think. That is a good time. You know what? I've, I've never known that. I've okay, always had out of the gutter it. on that. <laughs> always, my whole life. Anyway. I know, that's what I always thought it was too, but it's actually pronounced Deke. Um, okay. the, uh, which also did Inspector Gadget, Care Bears, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, uh, the show Mask, Elf like the cartoon oh, yeah. uh, the super dave osborne cartoon which i, I barely remember, remember uh yeah. cops um yeah. and uh, the, there was another gi joe spinoff they did that as well okay. and um camp candy do you remember that show oh it was like john, candy. john candy yes yeah. oh my god i think we, need to, do, I, we need to do that one for a uh yes for a pop capacitor because like, i do not i can hardly i remember it but i don't remember yeah. like now that now that he's such a legend, I'd love to go back and revisit that. Yeah, that yeah, that's a, we'll put that one on the list. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, so this one, um, was uh, in the fourth season. It was renamed Slimer in the Ghostbusters, real Ghostbusters. So, because really, it was all about Slimer. People love Slimer. I don't know <laughs> yeah. how Slimer became such a popular character, but he was. I, I can see they needed to add a, like a someone something like that. I think in a show yes. like this, just to to capture more of the kids. No one wants to see adult looking cartoon characters they want to see like yeah. goofy ghosts so slimer was perfect yeah slimer could do anything he could go anywhere he could do you know i mean it, they would not have had a series i don't think if they hadn't spun off spit of slimer into his own thing <laughs> <laughs> he, he also ate everything as well he that did was, that's what slimer yeah. did so yeah. also around the same time about a few days before um filmation put out ghostbusters which is the series that is based on a, like a 19, like I think it was like 57. Yeah, 19, no, sorry, 75. 1975, 15 episode show. Well, like um, a live action TV like show. Like a live action sort of Ghostbusters show. It had nothing to do with the movie or a concept or anything. But yeah. it was two guys in a gorilla that like went around looking for ghosts. 
which yeah. I well, I did actually go back and watch an episode of it. Yeah, I um, remember it. Yeah, yeah, the original, and it was it's very bizarre, uh, yeah. kind of goofy, um, yeah. almost um, what are those guys? Sid Marty Croftish. Yes, a that's, tiny that's bit. What, I always thought it was, but it's not. I don't. I don't think it is. But that's no, what I don't it, think it is either. Yeah. So, but so when the Ghostbusters movie came out, in order to call it Ghostbusters, they had to get the rights from this other show because they own the rights to it. So they, I remember I saw, I saw a clip recently where the Ghostbusters were filming the commercial that they had in the movie, the original movie. Oh, and yeah. they, they had all the different names that they could have possibly called the movie, like Ghost Blasters. It's like called Ghost Blasters. It was pretty funny. <laughs> so, cause they didn't know what they were going to call it. Cause they were, this was still up like in the courts, whether they yeah. were going to, and they're still working on this deal to get the Ghostbusters name. So, so they couldn't make another Ghostbusters cartoon. This one's based directly on that original um, show from Filmation. So the original, uh, but it's totally different show. Like, it's but they're totally on at the same time, which made it very confusing as kids. Yes. Why is this one so different? Why is this one of a gorilla? And this other one is more like the movie. Yeah. And the only difference was the, in the title was the word real. So there was Ghostbusters and then there was the real Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> which, in, which in fact, the other Ghostbusters were the real Ghostbusters because they came first, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever, right? Like, I, I feel like I didn't, couldn't quite find the, the details, but I feel like they had to call it the real Ghostbusters because the deal wasn't for the animation. I kind of read that. So it was yeah. only for the Ghostbusters movies and it, it didn't right. apply to anything past that. So, yeah. And of course, yeah. like the toys and the, the movies and the comics and everything else that came from the, from the Ghostbusters movie, and they were all called real, real Ghostbusters. Yes, more based on this particular series. So we're yeah. gonna do a hit and miss on this. Um, it's a half hour show, so it shouldn't take us too long to get through it. Nope. But, the, uh, <laughs> but it's it's funny because I totally remember this cartoon, and I remember watching oh, yeah. it here and there. I didn't watch all seven seasons, mind you. Like I don't even think I even got to the Slimer part of it. But the because uh, we would have been in '89 at that point, probably when that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel out. like I, I remember when it became the Slimer comedy hour or whatever it was called <laughs> but, uh, comedy hour. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I do remember that but yeah I, I don't think we I don't think we would have stuck with it by that point yeah but I think I, we were kind of like almost like the end of the I, I would even feel like ABC and CBS and NBC were almost at the end of the the Saturday morning cartoons yeah. almost at that point or or at Probably. least in the range of it yeah, they would have been pretty close. So yeah, but but I definitely do remember watching both of these series. I remember watching the Ghostbusters uh, definitely because it had a um, a catchy theme song. Yeah, let's go Ghostbusters, let's go. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah. actually, I did watch it as well, and it's yep. it's actually a, a decent series on its own. Like it's fine. So, it just it's just confusing. It's confusing. Um, I I just I have to say, and this is going to sound a little sacrilegious. I feel like the Ghostbusters based on the 1975 is actually a better show than the real Ghostbusters. I know I hated myself for thinking that, but I, I, <laughs> I actually think if you watch the two, oh, and loops out. <laughs> I know I've just totally destroyed this whole, this whole podcast. This whole no, it's fair. It's like, I, 
the uh, I'm, I'm just not a big I, fan I, of apes, you know. I'm just I like, know. well, so okay, but we'll go, we'll get into our hits. So, what we did was we watched the pilot episode of both of these shows. So, yeah. that's all we're going to talk about is just the pilot episode of the real Ghostbusters and the pilot episode of Ghostbusters. We'll give us our, our hits and misses, and then I'll, I'll explain why I think the other one is better. But so, let's let's jump right into the real Ghostbusters because okay. that's the most important one right here. It so, is, it is. Yeah. So, right off the top, um, I, I gotta say we were talking about how these were 90%, 90% of these shows were made to, to sell uh, toys. Yes. This, the pilot episode is called ghosts are us. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> there's there, and it's literally with the letter R, like yep. there's no doubt that that's oh, yeah. what they're doing. Um, and also midway through the episode, you, um, you see uh, Ray and uh, Egon sleeping in their bedroom and Ray is sleeping with a Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man toy. <laughs> like he's actually like got a little mini like stuffed animal kind of Stay Puffed. I'm like, you're selling a toy within this cartoon that's about a toy selling. within the toy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, this is, that's all this was for. <laughs> Yeah, so I thought that was I thought that was actually pretty funny, but that yeah, was, it's that was that was, that was actually a hit, a hit for me that they did that. <laughs> um, one of my hits is that in this one is that they use the real the, the actual Ghostbusters theme. Yes, which I thought was yeah. cool, and I thought the music in the episode. And I don't know if this is through the whole thing, but is very similar to the music they would have played in the movie. So yep. it really had a Ghostbusters feel to it. I thought it was really cool how they were able to license certain music and and uh, and have that in it. Because without the Ghostbusters theme, I, to me, it's not Ghostbusters unless you use that theme song. Like that's yeah. that that's an iconic theme song for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, I totally agree. That was that is that's what made it. Like it really was a continuation of the movies. Um, uh, so one of one of the misses for me, okay, <laughs> was um, that. I mean, we all, we saw, we had, by that point, we had seen both of the movies. So we know their history and their backstory and whatever, but they just jumped right into this show. Like there was no like, you know, transition between the movies and the show. They literally just like right off the top, there was a, you know, a ghost that they had to, that they had to get. And, and they just, it just went right into the show. So there was no, I was kind of hoping for a little bit of like, not recap, but just reference to yeah. the movies but there really wasn't any other than the characters there wasn't any reference to what they actually did in the movies they just kind of just jump right into it just assumed you had seen the movies and you're off to the races <laughs> <laughs> i kind of assume that the opener sort of like set it up because i like that back then like the opener would tell a lot yeah. of the story and kind of do all the setup so if you've never seen it before you could go okay i know what this is about um i yep. think it kind of did that but i understand what you're saying like there's like no like sort of like um like origin story yeah like to kind of or set just, up this whole series yeah or even just reference to <clears throat> you know like we finally got that stay puffed guy or we you know what i mean or yeah. some, something along those lines in fact at one point they actually re-kill the stay puffed marshmallow man in this episode <laughs> like they had blown it up at the end of ghostbusters yeah. it was destroyed or ghostbusters one but in this episode the pilot episode he was back and they had to like proton pack him again <laughs> i'm like wait a minute there's a little bit of continuity error here <laughs> yeah that's why i say it's i don't know i think it's a pretty loose sequel like it's like yeah. the uh yeah um and but you gotta have the stave puff in there you know if, yes. if you can if you can <laughs> yeah well that's the thing i mean it was they were paying fan service to like it had been two years or so or a couple of years when did ghostbusters 2 come out 
Was it like 86? I feel like it was. Or was it 89? No, I feel like it was quicker. I feel like it was 86 or 7. Okay, so it would have been right around the time of this. I just, I can't, we we should have looked this up. I don't know whether Ghostbusters 2 came out before or after this this movie. So if this movie was just, you want to do a quick search for that? Yeah, we'll do it right now. All right, just do a quick search. Um, I feel like Ghostbusters 2 came out after this cartoon. So that means that this cartoon is only based on uh, the first one. Yeah, that's that's my take on it. But I all I right, here we go. Okay, guess we're doing it? a search during the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 1989, it came out. It was so you're right. Yeah, it was 89. I feel okay, like it, so was, this... it was earlier than that, but maybe not. Okay. No, so this movie, so this TV show was only based on the first movie. So that's kind of interesting. So it had been two years then since the first movie when this came out. So they were just paying fan service by putting the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man back in. <laughs> uh, one, of my, one of my hits in this was the fact that the, the characters were all kind of the same as the characters in the in the actual like movie. So they, they kind of kept that sort of like team. They didn't like have three of them and then suddenly have like someone else, like someone weird as the fourth Ghostbuster, which quite often yeah. they'll do. Like I remember when they did the Fantastic Four cartoon back in like the early eighties, they had like three of them, but they didn't put human torch in there probably because they didn't want to promote people being on fire or something. Right. So then they had like this, like the robot with them. It just wasn't uh, the same. Like you gotta have the, what you gotta have the team. Like you can't just yeah. have part of them and hope we don't notice. Like yeah, a certain exactly. members missing. So I liked how they did all that. And I thought the yep. voice work was pretty good in it. Like I thought it was. It was. Uh, Peter was a little weird. Well, so here was my, I, this was actually a miss for me. Okay. <laughs> the yeah. voice, voice, voice work, you're right, was generally really good, except for Peter. And the only reason that Peter stood out to me is because it's the same guy who voiced Garfield in the Garfield. It is too. <laughs> which was out around the same time. So, and that he had, Garfield has a really distinctive voice. Like the, the voice actor had a really distinctive voice. So as soon as I heard Peter with that voice, it totally, I was yeah. like, what? Why did they choose Gar? I mean, he, he kind of sounds a little bit like Bill Murray, I guess, but. Yeah, they're trying to get his cadence down, I think, in it. So, yeah, but it was just, it just, he was, it was Garfield. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dave Coulet so- took over for seasons three to seven. So oh, well, I, I'd like to hear what his voice work was like on it. So he took over yeah. for Peter after this guy was done in the first three seasons. Did Dave Coulet do um, the voice of Slimer? Who was the? Voice I'm not of- sure who the voice of Slimer was okay. in it. It's, it's another one of those voice like '80s, like the schmoo or you know. Oh what I mean? yeah, like, it totally had that sound to it. Yeah, it was very '80s sounding voice work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I so also the- I also read that Ernie Hudson tried out for the part of his own part, like he tried out for Winston and didn't get it. How, what? See, now that doesn't make any sense to me. Why? I, I don't know why. I don't. I can't remember. There was some sort of reason why they didn't want the Ghostbusters to a hundred percent look like the 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 actors because maybe they have to pay them or something if um, their if their likeness was too much like them or so they're kind of look like them but not like not a hundred percent and it was actually Arsenio Hall that got the part so he really he, he did the voice of Winston for the first three seasons at least so interesting okay well he wasn't bad he his voice that that voice was actually pretty good yeah and, it was um, it was fine like it was just, I just thought it was funny that the person actually did the part didn't get it their own part, didn't get it, the part. <laughs> um, and the person who voiced Ray uh Ray's voice, um, uh, Dan Aykroyd, was almost bang on. Yeah, I'm not sure who that actor was, but that voice was really good. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was really good. Like the yeah. the, uh, um, but yeah, the characters I thought worked out really well the way the way they did them. Um, yep. and the secretary was good too. Yep, she was all right. Yeah, yep. she was pretty close. 
It's like, yeah, I so mean, it's just, it's just basically kind of like a New York accent, essentially. Like, a, but it still, it still worked out really well. One yeah. uh, of my, I, I'll go to a miss unless you have one. No, go ahead. Like, I got one of my misses is I thought the animation was was all over on in that show. Like, there was yeah. almost like there was two different things. Like, there was the animation for the Ghostbusters, yeah. which looked fine. Like, it was kind of like, uh, kind of like that. I, I don't want to say it's like kind of like deke sort of animation but it, if you watch other shows of theirs it has that sort of look yes. um where, where the, mouths don't quite move in time <laughs> but but even the structure of their faces and stuff yes. had that sort of look um yeah. so there was that which is which, which looked fine but then i thought the ghosts all had a real like ralph bocce look to them yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like they were kind of like almost like half drawn like they yeah. weren't like they were they were kind of like almost like a different animator did the ghosts than yeah. did the actual like rest of the series yeah i think you're right they did kind of it it wasn't consistent like it was a bit of a it, like it was almost like a little bit of a mess <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was a strange animated style that they chose with this thing i thought especially for the ghost like, it, it reminded me the ghost reminded me a little bit too of um the style of like schoolhouse rock like oh, they, yeah. yeah like if you look at them they're just they're just more sketchy like yeah. it's, like i mean like like literally sketchy looking not, yes. not not sketchy as in like not sure what's going on with them but um yeah they look like like just a lot different than the other animation did the other animation was a lot more yeah. crisp there theirs was just very yeah totally like very ralph bocce sort of yeah. like animation style like, yeah i'm not sure why they chose to do that but yeah i noticed that too i i yeah i was kind of surprised about that but it was it was definitely a distinctive 80s style look uh but yeah yeah um uh the i've got a hit okay i got another hit let's bring the hit the hit was that they added a new vehicle so they because the ecto-1 was so iconic yeah and then in this show the back of the ecto-1 folds down and out of the back of it rolls a like a, a helicopter like oh yeah, a, that's right. Yeah, they have the helicopter in this. Yeah, movie. which they refer to as Ecto Two, which I thought was really interesting because Ecto Two is in Ghostbusters Two, like the new, the new, the car that they redid and for Ghostbusters Two, the license plate says Ecto Two, but Ghostbusters Two hadn't come out yet. So yeah. yeah, so they had like a little chopper, like a little single person chopper, and I was like, okay, this is cool. Like they're they're adding more to the to the arsenal of the of the ghostbusters with yeah. like, giving like a new vehicle with new weapon and and stuff like that and i thought i thought that was as a kid i would have been like oh cool a new ghostbusters vehicle so i thought that was <laughs> i thought that was kind of neat that they that they had done that <laughs> the uh one of one of my misses was that the uh um like the sigourney weaver character is not even seen in this like it's oh. like there's they, they sort of just like ignored like it, it's very male heavy this show it's totally yeah yeah, except for except for the secretary, um, the Annie Potts character. Yeah, that's really it's just Ghostbusters and and uh, and and the ghosts. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's very true. Uh, I had one more. I had one more miss. Um, okay. Nobody. So in this in this particular episode, uh, three ghosts decide to take down the Ghostbusters by becoming their own ghost squad <laughs> like ghost yeah, squad yeah that's right yeah squad. um and so they they there's three of them so one of them becomes like the the ghost that they that's like haunting a place and then the other two go in and catch him but they always arrive just before the ghostbusters and they catch the, the ghost so that the the people are like yay this is great so the problem is that the ghosts look so 
like freaky like they totally look like ghosts and yet nobody in new york like like bats an eye that these freaky looking creatures <laughs> just are, might be ghosts <laughs> and might be ghosts even though like <laughs> new york was just terrorized by ghosts like just like recently <laughs> well if you've been to new york you might see some I, of them yes. <laughs> it's not it wouldn't be out of like uh character them, from new york <laughs> seriously like one of them has like a massively long neck and like one of them has like a huge head with like spiked fingers and and everybody's like yay they're the new ghostbusters we like these guys better I'm like how are you people forgetting what just happened here <laughs> larry overanalyzing a cartoon for yep. children <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i was doing <laughs> who are these writers Yes, <laughs> continuity's way off here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I have no more hits or misses for it, but I thought generally the uh, the, the real Ghostbusters was pretty pretty good. Like I, I did, like yeah. I mean, as a kid, I remember watching it and thinking it was like it was pretty good. Like, yeah. um, I was never a huge fan of Slimer, but no. he he, he kind of dominated the show a little bit here and there. But I still thought it was it was pretty good. Like it was. Well, and he's 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 now like their buddy. Like he's like a sympathetic character. Like he's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even in this one, I think he did something that that kind of screwed them up. And yes. then and then he's like, he felt the the ghost felt bad, like Slimer felt bad for doing it and didn't want to get caught. Yeah. Like, so the so uh, he's he's more of a lovable character. Yeah, he is very lovable. Like he does, yeah. and he loves in to the, eat. In the movies, he was not so lovable. He was no. kind of gross. Yeah. And, so, but now <laughs> he's a lovable sidekick. You know, because that's what eighties cartoons always had. <laughs> So of the two, I liked real Ghostbusters better than the the filmation Ghostbusters. But you okay. were different. You were the opposite. I I actually really liked the original. All right, so the the Ghostbusters based on the nineteen seventy five version. Um, so to me, it because it's it's filmation, um, and filmation I think did um like I think Hero they did He Man, High. didn't they? Yeah, they did He Man. They did Hero High, and and like a bunch of like they to me the. I really like the filmation style in eighties cartoons. Yeah, I do too. It's much, it's much more slick. Yeah. Um, like it's the mouths move in time to the words. Um, it's much more colorful. The, there's a lot more detail. I just, I always really liked filmation <clears throat> and this version to me felt a little bit more like, like a Scooby-Doo. Um, I, I wrote that down actually as a thing. It had like yeah. a Scooby-Doo feel to it. Yeah, it felt kind of more like a Scooby, like a Scooby-Doo mystery, which yeah. I thought was, which is, I thought was really cool. They also gave this one a really good backstory. I mean, because this one actually needed a backstory because you didn't, nobody would remember who's who. So it was like there, this one. It's a, it's essentially about there's generations, been generations of Ghostbusters. So it starts out with um, like a father sort of passing on his knowledge to his to his son and about here's how you become a ghostbuster and here's like this book of knowledge about being a ghostbuster and then um this one also has a like an actual villain called um prime evil which i thought oh was that's really right cool. yeah yeah which is a really cool name so he's a continuing character um so it, it's like they're actually fighting prime evil and then prime evil has his own like legion of of other ghouls which are really cool like each one there's like a wolf man one of them is a one of them is a robot ghost <laughs> i don't yes, know how I, don't. Yeah, I found in that series there's a lot of like skeletons in it there's, there's a lot of like everything was made up of bones of yes. like and i'm like is this like ghosts or is this like just like a boneyard <laughs> well, 
their headquarters where they their headquarters all of their stuff they had they had a television called the skelevision which was like literally looks like skeleton with feet but it all but it talked their telephone was like a bone phone yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like it was like a skull head with like a phone yeah. on top of it and, but... it and it talked and their filing cabinets were all made out of bones and skeletons so it was a bit darker like a little bit darker version i'm not sure what they but... were up to those ghostbusters like with their <laughs> I'm, really sure where they got I'm sure the there bones. was a few bodies buried in the backyard of the <laughs> ghostbusters headquarters yeah <laughs> but it just it it was more involved i thought like it was more like like because because this they have this actual villain who they have to fight and this villain gets trapped and then like a thousand years goes by and the villain finally gets out of his crypt and decides to go back in time 1000 years to 1980s to to seek revenge on the ghostbusters who contained him yeah. um but it's okay because the ghostbusters in 1980 the the father had invent well actually no it was the monkey the gorilla called tracy <laughs> Tracy the gorilla had invented all of these like gadgets and things. And one of the things he invented was the car, the Ghostbusters car that was actually a time machine. So the oh, whole right, series, yeah. you go back and forth in time and do like, it was, I just, I, I think there was a lot of thought put into, into it. <laughs> Except the monkey, like that one of the other characters is named Kong. Yeah. And the monkey wasn't <laughs> called Kong. And I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. And the monkey doesn't talk. No, um, so I'm not sure. And and the monkey for some reason is dressed up like Indiana Jones, and I don't really understand yeah. that either. But uh, but yet it was the I, monkey that like came up with all these inventions. I didn't go bananas over it, but it was oh, all right. So <laughs> not really. No. <laughs> all right, stop monkeying around with this whole all thing. Right. We'll just move on. And uh, <laughs> do you give a, a a nay or an ape? Which which do you give? It's like I give it an ape. Is that what it is? I don't know. Yes, what an I don't know. Is. I'm really stretching this one out. So yes, we really are. <laughs> so dumb. So I mean, yeah, I, real Ghostbusters. Real Ghostbusters still good. Still, still good. good. I thought it was. I thought it's, it was. It was entertaining for what it was. Yeah, it's good for the nostalgia. Like it's. Yeah. It's got yeah. all the nostalgia you want. So it, it'll. It's fun to watch because of the nostalgia. But just as far as like quality, like animation and really deep backstory and and really cool villain the ghostbusters i right. I, I have to give the edge to the ghost to ghostbusters on you this. gave seven out of ten bananas to the ghostbusters yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i gotta stop, I gotta stop this. <laughs> all right well, on that note <laughs> yes <laughs> that is our show for this week and uh, we'll be back in a few weeks with something else tons of great movies coming out in the next few yes. weeks on that so we'll, we'll be doing that and heading ourselves through christmas and then we're gonna have our year-end show coming up soon as well yep. so i don't know I, I don't know what i'm gonna put on it so far this year like i don't, I don't like we've don't got we've got one we've got one hot topic to discuss yes. during uh during our year-end review that you will definitely want to stay tuned for because it's it's going to be heated there may be 50 uh, there could be there be could 50. be coming up and uh, <laughs> i think coming up too this week is um uh hawkeye on disney plus yes. this week starts on That's Wednesday. Right. i'm super excited about that probably by the time you're watching it's probably already out but um <laughs> i was i'm super excited about hawkeye out this week so i haven't as of this recording i have not seen it so yes. um i'm, I'm super will, super jacked we, we will be talking about it when when we do eventually see it. Yes. So uh, 
uh, go on our socials. And I've actually been posting on there lately. Yes. So go, go on the socials, check that out. We um, finally figured Larry. out how they work. Yeah, I'm like, hey, maybe we should do this once in a while. So yeah. go on our socials, and I will usually put new trailers and things up there if we can. Uh, and of course, we always have all our ridiculousness on there. And uh, tell people about the show, get it out there, and uh, we can all enjoy it together. And you can uh, contact us at any time. So uh, thank you so much for joining us this week on Loop and Larry Guardians of Geek. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.